And we're back. Welcome to another week here on the podcast, Curtis. It's been uh, quite a week. We just wrapped up the AQHA Challenge Championships here in Los Al. It was a fun week to see a lot of the faces from out of town. But before we do that, breaking news coming in through the podcast studios. A tweet I did not expect, and I thought it was a joke at first, but then I verified it. Michael Rona just tweeted out he got let go from Santa Anita. Wow. Yeah, I'm just shocked. A uh, guy that's really well respected in the racing community. I think everybody thought he was a really solid race caller. You don't see too much negative feedback uh, about the guy. And all around nice guy from yes. what I hear, mm -hmm. so I'm just as shocked as you are. Yeah, so uh, we'll keep uh, our eyes on that as that develops. So uh, just about a month away to the big opening day after Christmas at Sanita. Yeah, that's a very and bold move. There's going to be a new voice there at Sanita, so we'll have to wait and see how that pops up. So to recap... Let's, uh, let's talk about the AQHA Challenge Championships. It was a night that began a little bit of a, you know, the undercard wasn't as strong as years before. Mm -hmm. But still, we were looking to, forward to the big stakes. But then we arrived to the distaff, and what a mess out of the gate. Yeah, you had one sweet race in there that was uh, one of the locks of the night. I think a, yeah. a single amongst a lot of people's tickets, but we just had mishap at the gate there where a couple horses acted up, and... All the gates just popped open, but a lot of them were held by the handlers, so uh, they did the right thing. They declared it a no contest, and uh, all the horses are going to come back in a few weeks. We're going to we're going to redo it, or next week, yep. uh, now that we're talking here. And uh, Doc uh, is going to give every entrant $10,000 just for uh, coming back for the final there, so I think he made it right. Yeah, so they Doc up the purse, doubled the purse, but essentially that doubled was a guaranteed $10,000 to each entrant. So now they've got $10,000 in their pocket, yeah. and now they're running. For the $100,000 purse. So. I mean, I wouldn't mind sticking around if uh, you're guaranteed $10,000. Especially so. with the nice weather we've had compared to other parts of the country. Exactly. When you're traveling in, I think some people will be, uh, you know, it'll, the Southern California weather will be a nice change from where they're coming from. I'm feeling some of those connections might have made their way down Catella to, to Walt Disney World. I think that's a part of it whenever the, the challenge I mean, is, is coming yeah. out here. Yeah, I think... Uh, you know, a lot of families will go out there. I think that's part of the, the thing, whether sports teams are coming out. When you travel down here, you know, what, we're 10 minutes down the street from yeah. Disneyland. So always a always a place to stop by when you're coming here to Los Al. And Curtis, just when you think he's going to throw in another clunker, B.H. Thesis Boy returns to that top form yeah. and runs away with the Challenge Championship. I mean, after winning this, he was already uh, given a berth earlier in the year, a uh, winter championship, I believe, yes. uh, that he won. So he was already and didn't have to win this race. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, it just made the, the champion of champions feel that much stronger. I thought maybe he was uh, regressing Meets, a little. I mean. And then, boom, he pops up with another huge effort like this. I, Katie's easy move ran a game second. Uh, I don't think was that prepared at the start, kind of through the head. Uh, ran a game second there at the end. Probably uh, could have won, but it was moving well late, but... B.H. Lisa's boy back into form at the right time. Man, uh, what a win there for that one. And you know who was celebrating after that? The connections of Tarzanito. Yes. Because that, they get a berth now into yep. the champion champion because B.H. Lisa's boy doubled up. So Tarzanito is in. Yeah. And then just this past uh, weekend, the Sea Wing trials were contested a day later. Who got in? Zooming for Spuds. Or. Oh, no, Zooming for Spuds already he, got he a was already in. Yeah, so it was. Uh, Bodacious Eagle, he says a fire, and then the two waiting that were waiting for the invitations to be declined or not. Mm -hmm. So now it looks like LD is back is in. That's first on the waiting list. And 
And then the second one is Yankee. Yankee. <laughs> Your Ooh. old pal Yankee. Hey, he might get it. So, <laughs> hey, that, that, that's how it, it's shaping up to be if uh, the connection of Hot Stepper decide to decline that invitation. Yeah, well. I think LD is back is uh, 100% in. in? Uh, I, I don't think Jesse's first no. down. They already declined their yeah. berth, uh, I believe Orlando said. And then I saw a picture today that Hot Stepper was, he looked like he was turned out in a pasture. So I think Yankee could very well be getting into the Champion of wow. Champions. So, yeah, so we, we have to keep our tabs on the last birther to the Champion of Champions. But essentially, the field is pretty much set now. Uh, so looking forward to that uh, in just a couple of weeks. Tonight, we're going to talk about the 2 million trials here at Los Alamitos. But before we do that, I walked into the press box and this music started playing. Oh, God. And I was like, what is going I completely forgot about what was going on. Did Professor G take you down again? Yes. I don't want to talk about it. But I will talk about it because that's what we do here on the Lowest Pony. We, we, don't run, we don't run away from our mistakes. That's right. I, he just nipped me again. I needed Mia Amor Secreto to win. I needed that horse so bad. That's I it? I would have had that to Corona Ranger. Mm -hmm. I, that would have done it. Um, there was another one. Who was it? Uh... Oh, no, it was that race. A painted Dynasty yes. as well was right in the mix. Mm -hmm. I had the try, but Corona Ranger got up. That would have blown Professor out of the water. So now it's 3-3 three, three on the year. It's, it's, a, it's a game of runs here at Los Angeles. Wow. What about that? So, wait, you're in the hole too? Two pizza. You owe two pizza days now. Yeah, I, I had to wait till my next paycheck to be able to pay <laughs> for pie. But I said, I'm not buying pie on trial night so you guys are gonna have to wait uh, that's one of my superstitions that i haven't kept to <laughs> is eating pizza on trial night so yeah going into the final consensus of the year this is the tiebreaker wait. i can't lose four in a row so y y you're you're telling me you prefer to potentially go down three no before paying one pizza all or nothing that's <laughs> what I, I i gotta go all in but how about you stepping up to the hey, plate look you threw the gauntlet yes. down the other night. So you and Professor G have your, your consensus matchup going on. But sometimes we're in the mood for more pizza. It, it could be a little <laughs> bit of a drought. So, you know, me and George already did the consensus. So I told George, why don't we make it a little side wager between me and you? So now that way we have a rotation of pizzas going. we we got to keep it going. Okay, I'm going to have to buy a bigger belt. <laughs> and I've been, I've been hearing about this Maury's pizza place that I want to try. I know George brings that yeah. one usually. He hasn't brought it. So I stepped up to the plate, I challenged him for pizza, hopefully I can beat him, and hopefully we can get some Maury's. Yeah, I'm surprised being from Long Beach that you had never yeah. uh, been around Maury's, because you know, that's uh, George's neck yeah. of the woods, it's over there by Long Beach State, but George never wanted to back down from the challenge, nope. he, he uh, accepted right away, so it's almost like WWE, we got the brand split, we have <laughs> yes. champ two yeah. different champions in the press <laughs> yeah, box. exactly, a little brand split right here, <laughs> that's right, that's right, for life. So we're splitting the brand. A little bit of a head matchup right there between me and George. Uh, we're going to go for pizzas. My pizza, when I bring it, is usually from a Long Beach place called the Pizza Times 2. It's over there on 7th Street. But I I'm willing to try that Mari's. i, I got to beat George. Yeah, one thing through all these uh, consensus, uh, like, I've really stepped up my pizza game. I, I never knew. Uh, like, we always would just get Domino's. Yeah. But through all this, we've had Mari's, we've had uh, Franco's, which is Burgard's uh -huh. favorite. And then we had Papa Pilo's. Uh -huh. I'm, we're... We could almost do uh you're like a taco connoisseur. Exactly. We could do a pizza connoisseur well, what, action. What could my next next series be? Pizzas and what? Pizzas and parlays? Yes. <laughs> pizzas and place parlays or something? Yeah, some uh, like a parlay where you just uh, do a bunch of picks and yeah. just let it ride yeah, through the whole night. Yeah, just let it ride. That could be the next series <laughs> for AVR. 
I got I to gotta send them an email now. All right, uh, let's get back to business here. Los Alamitos, two million futurity trials. 13 trials, Curtis. We're salivating. How about this? We might not have enough time to do all 13. So we'll do, we'll save the late pick four. We'll record after the races. Sounds good. Right? So we're about 40 minutes, about an hour away before the races start here on Saturday. He's got to go get the changes. Mm -hmm. I got to go down to this set. So we'll do the first, we'll, we'll play by here. Let's do the first half of the card right now. And then after the races, we'll come up in the press box again and record the second half of the podcast. All right. So let's get down to business. By the way, not only is the quality field on display tonight in all 13 trials, but we have every major futurity winner yep. in the trials throughout the year. So this is like the perfect scenario. Everybody that won a major futurity throughout the year here in Los Al, they're in it in this spot. Yeah, uh, you have Wicked Affair. Yes. You have Waver Down, mm -hmm. Powerful Favorite. Correct. And who's the other one? Uh, Flash and Roll. Flash and Roll. Who, who just won? So uh, yeah, you have all the, the heavy hitters in here. Uh, just going by the consensus, we only had one horse across the board That's that it. everybody picked. So I think that is a testament to how competitive these trials are, especially when you get 13. Yep. Uh, I'm, this is a really big night. Uh, there's a lot of prices. I like a lot of prices yes. uh, tonight, and uh, some old favorites will be back in the mix. I think there's some questionable favorites, so yes. uh, hopefully we can get some prices in here. Looking forward to tonight, 13 trials, three pick fours. The middle pick four will be in race number six. And, of course, the late, the late pick four in the last four races on the card. Lock of the night. We're, actually, your lock of the night, I'm previewing it, your lock of the night is one of my two locks of the night as well. Oh. So, I mean. Double know, barrel. Yeah. So, <laughs> this this could be, this horse should be one to nine. Let's put it that oh, way. I hope, I hope we don't, don't uh, <laughs> put too much weight on it. That's the only thing that gets me scared about that. Hey, hey. Hey, this is, the, this is the noise we're going to be playing next week when we recap the locks of the night, all right? Hopefully that and uh, professors walking in with a pizza. <laughs> that is true as well. All right, first trial of the night. Every trial, 400 yards. Let's kick it off with a field of eight here. The morning night favorite, is it going to be Waver Down there for post number seven, or who is it? It's going to be the five, eight Ooh, political yes. pence. He's going to be eight to five, and Waver Down is going to be uh, five to two. And all that's right. who I'm going to go with here. I'm going to go with Waver Down. Yes, we agree. Uh, right I'm going to come bat. back here. You know, broke through the gate in that uh, fraternity trial last time against Seduction. That was the one uh, we've talked about it before. There's four horses uh, that acted up in the gate and broke through. So just going to throw that one out. Previously, you know, bobbled at the start, drifted in some. Didn't really show the finish I thought she was going to have. But I'm just going to, you know, you know, draw a line through both of those. Yes. You know, coming back here, going to go 400 draws outside of Apolitical Pence. I think that's going to help freshen up. You know, I think she's going to run a big one here on the comeback. Hey, I agree. I can't really add much more to that. You knew how high I was on her on Edinburgh for charity, uh, Edinburgh Million for charity night. My wallet is still a little bit flat. My, my wallet is, is still having a little bit of the money left there from that juicy 5-1 to one we got. <laughs> Opsolo, two starts back. Trouble last time out. I just think she's ready. If she breaks cleanly, I think she's the horse to beat. I'll pick her on top. Deceiver is going to be my second choice on the outside. A previously featured lock of the night. Two starts back. Came right back there to win last time out. 16.75 after veering out at the start. But, uh, you know, and once again, draws the outside. Two starts back, drew the outside, win. Last time out, drew the outside, win. Tonight, draws the outside. I think he, she's the only horse that could put up a big, big effort here uh, with that outside draw once again. And, of course, the gate speed of eight political pens. You can't ignore that. So, not real... Creative in the first leg, but I do think Waver Down is a pick here. So seven, 
eight and five for me in trial number one. Yeah, I liked a political pens there for a second. You know, we talked about him before. Uh, kind of underrated runner, but I think he runs his race. Uh, just breaks solid out of there. Only a, a few times uh, has he been out of third. You know, stumbled and broken, bumped there in the Ed Burke, and then came back, you know, broke out and bumped. But other than that, I mean, he's pretty solid. He runs right there, only lost by a length, couldn't handle flash and roll late. But, you know, he's not going against that type of field here. Uh, I think he'll be solid there from the five post. And then for the third spot, I'm going to go with Pack Light, Mike Robbins, runner from earlier on in the year that uh, has beaten some good horses, Capital Grill, Coleman 47, who we'll talk about later, Razzle Dazzle. But came back and... Didn't really show a whole lot of finish against Deceiver, rival to the outside, who you like, and accommodating another good all-red mm -hmm. runner. Yep. But uh, that was off a you know, four- or five-month layoff, so I'm thinking that he's just coming back second time and stretches out to 400. I'm hoping he likes that distance. All right, recap, I'll go 785. 754. Race number two, second trial of the night, field of nine set to go to post. Who's the more nine favorite here? We're going to go to the six, dropping Ooh, fire at okay. uh, two to one for Paul Jones. Uh, he, he is, uh, or she is two to one. Yep. And then second choice is going to be the other Paul Jones, especially Trace at seven to two. But are, are you jumping back on especially Trace? Uh, for third. Oh, come he, on. Ayala come gets on. off, I'm getting come off. Come on. So, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the six, dropping fire. Okay. One nice at Rio Doso over Strides, who is a, a pretty good, I would say, like a consolation type runner. Yes. Uh, over in New Mexico, so that's a, a pretty good horse to beat. Came here to Los Al and first time out finished really nicely against SC Coronada, who's uh, you know we'll talk about later. But a really quick horse. That horse went 15.49, but dropping fire was closing nicely for 15.52. I think we'll like the at a distance tonight. Ah, uh, you're picking the six. I'm picking the five. Come on, we're okay. super hype on it, especially Trust <laughs> BYC. Remember? We were so oh, hyped. Oh, up. I, uh, yeah. We were hyped. Up. Got off a of flash and roll. Oh for this man, horse. we got this is the horse. That cost us flash and roll getting off of that horse on Charles yes. Night. Uh, so I'm jumping back aboard. I know I know Ayala has been, I know Ayala jumps off, but you know, looking at the numbers, Ayala has been a little bit of a slump. I yep. This could be the big trial now that he can get back into rhythm, but I'm I'm banking that especially Tres PYC is going to run back to that big work on the 22nd of September. I'm looking for him to get out cleanly. Dropping fire is a main threat without a doubt. But a little bit of a price. What's the morning on in Toughen Up Jess? Three. Six to one. All right. So Toughen Up Jess is going to be my third choice here on this spot. Uh, this was a lock of the night. Four starts back. Since then, stumbled. Uh, good third. And then broke to the gate last time out. I, I just think the three could, could, could make a good effort here from, uh, from this post. So five, six, and three for me. I'm back on especially Tres PYC. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I got six, three, five. I think Tough Enough Just just needs an alert start here. Uh, going to be interesting to finally get see him go uh, 400 yards, but fast track uh, required isn't that fast of a horse early, and she's a dash of fire hasn't planned out, so I think that Tough Enough Just will be uh, able to get away from the gate. Uh, I see this horse as an apolitical Pence, uh, Ali Babe Foose type runner where uh, just gets out and tries to hold on, but I think should be there. And then, yeah, your horse, everything you said about, especially Trace, had that good gate work, and just last time just uh, broke slow, so we'll give it a, another shot here. I can't believe you're jumping off. I can't believe you're jumping <laughs> off. All right, race number three, the third trial of the night. we got a field of eight going to post. Uh, I've got the early PP, so I think one or two fields might be off on my post position numbers. Okay. So just correct me if you, if you hear anything different here. So field of eight, uh, and I'm I'm gonna go right right off the bat. 
favorite motion is my pick on the outside. The horse I picked in the finals didn't get it away. It was kind of unprepared. It wasn't really prepared to at the start. Got off slowly, but still finished a game fourth. I'm picking favorite motion on top here with that outside post. Yeah, definitely looks tough again. Like you said, just didn't break alertly there in the Golden State. After that, just didn't have enough time to, to catch up to flash and roll, just Macho Corona. Before that, drew that outside post, lugged in, but set the fastest time to the Golden State there, 1970. It looked really poised for a, a big run in the final. Did go off favor that night. Should re, uh, you know? I think it's a two-horse race here. I went to the four flash and roll. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep going with this filly. I, I, I you know, did away with her one time. I learned my lesson, hopped back up on the final, got the job done. This horse is just professional, only lost one time in the Riodosa fraternity, so I'm thinking she could just run her race again. I, I don't think it's going to be you know, a blow away on either part unless something uh, major happens at the beginning. I think it's between the four and the eight, then to the one for third. Ooh. My mystery lover okay. for Jaime Gomez. Uh, Beat Unlimited, who's a, a horse we're going to talk about yes. later, and uh, but looked really nice doing it. Has, draws the, roll, uh, the rail again, third time in a row. I think that that's a pretty tough beat but as long as you know you can show that you're you're running well from there i think it's to your advantage i just really like the way that horse ran last time ramon sanchez is mm -hmm. back aboard here six to i was one. impressed i was impressed with that way with miss my mystery lover we're going to talk about the horse he uh, she beat last time out i'm going to go eight four seven the seven just flash he's going to be my third choice here for felix gonzalez felix had a good night here on friday yes he did uh he he had a very good night Lock of the Night came through with Felix. Oof. Shout out to Felix there. <laughs> uh, uh, what was the horse's name with Julio Latore on the rail? Uh, Magnificent Seven. Yes, Magnificent Seven. Broke slow I, I was, I was still ripping, almost I was won by a leg. I was ripping up my ticket when they opened the gate, <laughs> and then I was looking for the tape to tape it back together. Yeah. Because he won in hand. Yes. In hand. Yeah, we were sitting there watching it. We're like, did he just almost win clear after like veering in at the start? And, but Felix is one of those guys I have a hard time hitting, but I agree, just flashy is really tough. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've picked her before as lock of the night. She, she's come through for me. Earlier in the year, I kind of labeled her as the best two-year-old in the barn of Felix Gonzalez. I agree. And she's she's been sharp. Two wins, three wins, a second and a third. So she's never been off the board. She picks. Uh, she stays with the hot riding Jose Nicasio. So 8-4-7 for me in race number three. I'll go 4-8-1. All right, race number four here. Uh, field of eight set to post. 400 yards once again. Curtis, who are you picking in this spot? I'm going to go with one of our old favorites, powerful favorite here for Chris oh, okay. Odell. I'm not going that heavy on Chris Odell tonight, All right. but I think I love the post that this horse uh, draws outside. You had been in the three hole and in the one hole. You know, just lost by half a length to just Macho Corona beating Wicked Affair there and was fractious at the start. Broke in, only lost by half a length. And then in the Golden State Million Final, was unruly in the gate, broken and bumped. So, you know, just lost all chance there. But, you know, three outs ago, won the Governor's Cup Faturity, and I think is the best one suited to handle the 400-yard distance. By the way, I'm looking at the consensus here, except uh, selections. Through the first four trials, Professor T has three of the same picks as you through four trials. I mean, I hate to say it, and even though I'm losing, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about one later, but there's no doubt that he's got some kind of system. I think hey. he waits for everybody to send in their picks. He's got something tapped at my house. He is a collector of the picks. That's the only way he can be beating me. Hey, he's a collector of the picks, so I can't argue with that. <laughs> so you're going to pick top, probable favor on top. We talked about this horse. This horse had a lot of hype early in the year. 
Shout out to Mr. Lozada. This was like he owned the horse. Oh, yes. He, he, it, like when he had him on the podcast, it hurt him to pick against him. He was hurting inside. Yeah, I mean, I can go back all the way to the sale uh, when this horse was in the Lozada equine sale. I mean, he if he could have ponied up the 80000 for this horse, he would have. He loved him that much. I was right there with him. I kind of uh, soured a little bit on him. Mm -hmm. I maybe was coming to my senses, but Mr. LaSalle, always a favorite here for the seven. But we do agree that he he should, he should he's a 400-yard horse without a doubt. He's a 400-yard yes. horse. So he, he's going to be a big shot here in race number four. I'm picking against. I'm going with the five. El Salcito for Felix Gonzalez. Hey, Felix is on a roll. Yep. But I really like how this horse has been finishing Finally gets 400 yards tonight. I think we're going to find out what he if he really wants it, but I think he wants that extra distance. I'm picking El Salcido on top. Powerful favorite there, without a doubt. All the credentials there deserves to be in the mix of things. I'm going to pick him for second. For third, I'm going to the sixth. Tell her he's famous for Paul Jones and Jesus Ayala. Only one win, but that win was a debut win back in May in 1568. Since then, a couple of troubled seconds. But if, if he gets out cleanly, I think he can make a good a good effort for himself. So, five, seven, six for me in race number four. Yeah, I like the six for third. Um, you know, one here at first asking, then was second to New Girl, who you know hasn't panned out later on the year for Jose Flores, but had a really nice uh, second there in Rio Dosa, 440 yard distance. Last time out, just broke in. And, and couldn't rally from behind against Apolitical Pence and Tequila Sangria, Jimbo Secret. Those are uh, some really nice horses that can finish. But I like that this horse gets off the rail this time, and I don't think the 400-yard distance is a problem. I think we just need a clean break to see what he has. For second, I'm going to go with a, a long shot here. I'm going to go to the one, Dash for Denny Ooh, along the okay. inside with Brett Vickery. Uh, came here uh, from Elko, you know, ran a good debut, I thought, broke in along the rail, but really finished out nicely against Getaway Car, uh, a horse that I think can finish for Mike Robbins. Uh, I think this horse is going to love the 400-yard distance. I think 15-1 to 1 is, a, is a good price on him. All right, so I'll recap. I'll go 576. 7-1-6. All right, let's take a look at race number five, and we'll, we'll cap up the first segment here in race five, and we'll, we'll save the last two pick fours for the second half of the program all right race number five this were i've got a field is it a field of eight yes all right so i originally had a field of mine in the early pp so one horse scratched so my numbers are a little bit confusing but field of eight now who are you picking in the race number five? this is not the early pick four there's not the late pick four there's just the, the the lone race that doesn't have any pick four implications but this could be a good exact perfect or even super effective race who are you picking on top you know, I looked to try and beat this horse, but I, I couldn't find somebody to beat him. And I went to Ali Babe Foos yes. here for Jaime Gomez. Uh, again, I think it's a horse that is going to run uh, his race, is, is going to break out there. Doesn't have a big closing kick. I think he just gets out there and he runs steadily. But sometimes it's fast enough to do it, and he's hitting there, just breaking the 22nd mark. That puts you right in qualifying territory. As you can see, he qualified for the sale fraternity and then the Golden State Million, but hasn't really fared well in the finals. I just couldn't see anybody else in here to give him that big of a problem. When Professor G said there was only one horse that swept the consensus, this is one of my guesses. I thought that's got to be exactly. this guy. Exactly, yeah. And it is not. Everybody picked Eli Bayfus on top except Mr. Ed Burgard. Mr. Ed Burgard <laughs> once again, once against Eli Bayfus. Who did Ed go for? New Moon Dynasty. Oh, okay. That is the uh, eight horse, correct? Yeah. Yes. So he's going to pick uh, on uh, the eight on top. I'm going to pick Eli Bayfus on top. Just the credentials are there. Two-time major futurity qualifier already to the PC Creation Breeders Futurity. Finished at Trouble Days. Then a, a, a fifth there in the Golden State Million. 
he can finish. He's going to need a little bit, uh, little little luck out of the gate, but no doubt that he's the credentials and the resume makes him the horse to beat. New Moon Dynasty the eight is going to be my second choice, a horse that uh, made a pretty good uh, uh, account of himself in the first start here at Losal. Uh, finished well, based on how he finished past the wire. You got to think the four hundred yards should be within reach. Yeah. And then I'll go five, eight, and uh, five, eight, and six here. The defense dynasty is going to be my third choice. Paul Jones, Cesar Diaba jumping aboard for the first time. A little bit of a dirty form here for this one, but I like the way uh, she finished two starts back at thirty-nine to one to get up for third. What's the morning line on six? Six to one. All right. So yeah, I'll go f- five, eight, six here in race number five. Yeah. For second, I went to the one pretty fancy dude along the inside for Mike Castleman. Uh, I, again, a, a horse that doesn't have uh, a big late kick, runs pretty steadily, you know, draws along the rail, but only lost by uh, half a length to Corona by Corona and Favorite Wise Lady last time. So although the chances, I, I think, are slim for winning here, I think we'll be right there at the wires, never far out of it. And then I'm going to go to the three who we already talked about, uh-huh. New Moon Dynasty in the debut, ran against Susie Returns, uh, who qualified to multiple fraternities there, you know, won a few. And our favorite suite, I believe, came back to win a fraternity trial. Uh, that's a really flattering race there. Then in the low style debut, finished well, draws the outside post here, and finally stretches out to a longer distance. All right, so to recap there, race number five, I'll go 586. 5-1-8. All right, so we'll, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll recap. We'll pick up the show right as the late pick four begins. But, Curtis, we've gone through, thro- through f- five trials. Professor G has four of those five same picks as you. So it's going to be the undercard horses. It's yes. going to be some exactties uh-huh. that matter. Uh-huh. Oh, God. It's just going to be a stressful night all around. I, I, I have separation later. You I do. said I was going to have prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, now looking at it in the early uh, part of the card, fairly chalky. But no doubt that I have some horses later on that the professor's not going to have. All right. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back for the, for the middle and the late pick four on 2 Million Futurity Trials Night. And we're back after a brief intermission, Curtis. We recorded half of the podcast before the races on Saturday night. Now we're ready to go into the mid pick four and the late pick four. But before we do that, great three Las Damas. It wasn't Thermonuclear Energy. It wasn't Matilda Check. It was Montia Rosa on a heater again. The winner of the Blaine Schwanemelt uh, about a month ago, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he gets the job done. Yeah, right back at it. Uh, Love to Reason, mm-hmm. uh, bred by Benny Rossett, was at Strength in Numbers, I believe. Yes. Uh, you know, just total low style breeding on both sides. Thermonuclear Energy broke behind, you know, got bumped at the start. Came to the lead, surprisingly. Got the lead, right? Yeah, just watching it, I thought maybe uh, she was having to close on uh, Love to Reason, but actually gained the lead, was up by neck at both calls, but Love to Reason came back on game lane, got her in the end. Yeah, so Love to Reason there, a game winner of the grade three, Lazamas Handicap. Montia Rosa, Jose Nicasio, and owner Mario Hurtado. Like we mentioned, this one won the Blaine Schwanneville at 4-1 to one back on the 5th of October. And now gets a graded stakes victory with the La Zama. So, Montia Rosa, it's good to be Monty right now. Definitely. Uh, uh, Monty's on a roll right now. He's, he's got some good mojo going into the trial, yes. so hopefully he can carry that over. And also with suing for spuds back into form, going to the champion of champions. I mean, yeah. he, he looked incredible. I think we're all trying to beat him on Z Wayne because you know he didn't have to win to, to get into the champion of champions. Correct. So we thought maybe it would be you know just a, a normal prep race, not giving it his all. And he ends up just destroying the field. <laughs> I'm ripping up tickets. I went 3D oh, trying to beat him. But. So after the set, I... Uh, I 
I went I went four or six in the pick six that night. But after, you know, uh, zooming for sweat, sweat, I'm walking back up and I see Monty. I was like, Monty, you didn't have to win. What, yeah. what? He's like, come on, you didn't use me. <laughs> so me and Monty went at it for a good 10 seconds downstairs. He was like, no, nah, I'm really happy that my horse is back in good form. Yeah. Uh, he looked terrific. So Yeah, kind of the same thing um, as we were talking about with B.H. Lisa's boy earlier. We didn't know how well Zooming for Spuds was going to be doing uh, toward the end of the year. Correct. But uh, both these horses looked incredible again. They so did. They looked, uh, they looked mighty fit going in the Champion of Champions. Professor G, is it official that uh, Zooming uh, LD is back in Yankee Aaron? LD is back is officially in. We're still waiting on the birth that belongs to Hot Stepper. Yeah. If, uh, that, if that birth gets declined, then Yankee is the next horse up. Then, then Yankee will be in there. Uh, I don't think Hot Stepper is coming out. Uh, like I said, saw that picture earlier. Oh, yeah, you did, like, yeah. Looked like he had a blanket around him. <laughs> he, he didn't look like he was uh, in training at the time. So uh, I'm not 100%, but I doubt that Hot Stepper and Jesse's first stand will be coming. All right, so uh, that's a little bit of catching up work. In the office, now we switched the program back to two million for Trinity Trial Night. Race number six, the start of the middle pick four. By the way, just uh, just got word from my producer. It was already scheduled just going to be me and Scotty on the quarters. Mm -hmm. That was going to be a marathon shift. Yeah. With no breaks. Well, guess who stepped up to the plate? Caleb. No. No? The Sarge. Oh. Nick Hines himself has stepped up to the plate. He's going to join us on set. Trials night. That's a long night for Sarge. Yeah. All quarters. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm there. Sarge always brings good energy to the track. Yeah. Uh, I'm all down for Sarge being so in there. Sarge is gonna and it's gonna join you. It's gonna be myself, Scotty, and Sarge for two million trial night here on the quarters on TVG. So let's take a look. Race number six, the start of the middle pick four, field of nine set to post. Morning night favorite is gonna be the five horse, Magnum Moon Flash. This might be one of the more lukewarm morning night favorites we've had mm -hmm. throughout the card. Are you with or against the five Magnum Moonflash? I have Magnum Moonflash, but I have him in the second position. Okay. Here. I'm, you know, I said I had some prices earlier, so here yeah. the second half, we're going to kick it off with the runaway favorite down along the rail for Paul Jones, 10 to 1 here. Uh, this horse looked like a monster early on in, in Rio Doso. You know, had a little bit of trouble there in the in two outs back there against the Bald Eagle, Miss Talks a lot, who has been running here. But I love that first race. You know, came to Los Al and broke through the gate and that was another one we talked about with waver down and chocolate tito all those horses broke through the gate draws the inside i'm not too concerned about that because i don't think selective is that good of a horse should have clear sailing early on i think we can finally see what this horse is made out of curtis what is going on am i professor g has your 10 to 1 shot on top no he doesn't oh no that's no. impossible my mistake my mistake okay it is it is <laughs> It is George Duarte picking the same horse as yours. Okay. Well, I was I was scared for a second there. That that would have been the ultimate conspiracy theory. Theory if he had that one on top. Just yeah, like I mean we we've already gone through a couple. How many did he have? I think we said four or five so he had far. Four we had of the, the first the five. Same ones. If yeah. he would have had that, I I would have thrown the whole contest into question. <laughs> so you're gonna go with the one there. Yes. It's gonna be ten to one on the morning nine. I'm going towards the eight. My favorite legacy for Juan Alaman. I thought this was one of the better two year olds. Uh, in the Juan Alamans barn that debuted late into the year. They beat her back on September uh, 14th. Game winner. Came back to win allowance foes by half a length. Just looks like a horse that's going to want uh, the extra distance. Was a little bit uh, disappointing last time out, but didn't get away all that well. Now gets off the rail. I think the eight is going to run a big effort here from post number eight. So eight, five, and six for me. The five Magnum Move Flash. 
Chris O'Dell, Cody Jensen. Good third there, just missed by a neck. Was closing ground, has 400-yard experience before, so that's something to like for the five. So I'm liking the five for second here for Cody Jensen and Chris O'Dell. And for third, I'll go to accommodating the other nice uh, Scott Willoughby and Ed Allred runner. Good second behind the Seaver, uh, previously featured lock of the night there. 10-1 to there. That was a very good second for accommodating. I think this horse could benefit for second start off the layoff. So 8-5-6 for me in race number 6. Yeah, I agree with you with the uh, the 6 and the 8. I think those are some horses. The 8, if you just draw a line through that last one, uh, I think the horse had looked really strong uh, going into that one. I think we'll like 400 yards. Uh, I didn't use that one, and the 6 accommodating, I've used that horse before. Yes. But I thought this was a pretty wide open trial here. I went to the five Magnum Moonflash for second. You talked about how well he was closing against Calendar, who's a pretty good finisher, and mm -hmm. pulled the trigger, who we'll see later. And then for third, I went to Boss Time Machine, a horse for Ooh. Paul Jones here. Uh, Outfinished Teller, he's famous, who we already spoke about on the show. And in that autumn handicap, was it fractious in the gate, broken and bumped, lost all chance. I think this horse is really going to like the stretch out to 400. By the way, I just noticed J.R. Carter riding for Paul Jones on the one. Yeah, he's not riding many, but uh, here he, he comes in. So uh, hopefully they're, they're, they're 0 for 7 so far. Wow. But uh, that'll help me get an even bigger price, hopefully. All right, recap, I'll go 856. 153. All right, race number second, race number seven, excuse me, the second leg of the middle pick four here and uh, of course they're going to go 400 yards here in this spot wait 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 what that's right wow this time we get a we get a little lock here for myself wow. let's go to the six unlimited here you know had a nice second there against my mystery lover another jaime gomez runner uh on the debut at los al but before that won really nicely in the debut then came back in the heritage place fraternity and ran a good third to a stable mate Sunnyside and woke a tee on fire, but you know just got roughed up at the beginning and lost all chance. But you know, as we noted before, uh, half to Chazak, uh, full brother to Chazak. Full, okay. Yeah. And uh, I just—it's a little on the smaller side, mm -hmm. which uh, I'm not a fan of. But I really like the way this horse is finishing out. Yeah, and goes 330 to 400. So as long as he gets a clean break, I think uh, he'll be pretty tough. I ran into Jaime Gomez that night that this horse finished second, and he was like. Come on, Jose. That's going to be a good horse next time. Oh, is gotta, it? Yeah. Excellent. I ran into him. And, um, you know, because I think that night I picked him on top because he had both of the runners, my mystery lover yep. and uh, Unlimited. They were stable mates. And I think I picked Unlimited on top that night, and, and my mystery lover got the jump out of the break. Yep. But you can tell Unlimited was finishing best. Yeah. So, by the way, you know, it's a big trial night, 13 races. So I have two locks of the night on the program okay. and two long shots. And guess what? Unlimited is one of those two locks of the night. You're just giving everything. Wow. Away so we're, this horse might be one to nine if the hitman uh, and those it, ponies are on if it. If you get in there and start talking about him, <laughs> he's definitely going to take some hit. Uh, does Professor have this horse? I don't want you going on. T okay. He's got Lethal Lil and then Unlimited. So. Okay. Okay. He's right. he, not going to benefit too much from that, but uh, don't talk him up too much, please. <laughs> I'll try not to there. So Unlimited, we both agree, is the horse to beat. Lethal Lil. I was, you know, I've been a big fan of this horse ever since being out over there at Ridoso. Mm -hmm. uh, was a game winner last time out, but I thought she she should have won easier than what she did. She had the outside draw that night on on trials night. Uh, she did get the job done, but I wanted to see a little bit more punch past the wire. That's why I down her, downgraded her to second tonight. And then for third, I'll go to the seven. She's a dashing PYC. Jorge Farias here, Rodrigo Osivas. Broke good last time out, had to lead, had to settle for second. But still, it was a very good 15:52 uh, time for this uh, for this filly. 
Uh, she's a Washington bred, and three starts back, she looked very strong breaking the maiden there in 1564. So I don't know if she's going to want 400 yards, but I know she's going to come out of the gate in good form, and that's always dangerous. So I'll go six, one, seven here in race number seven. Yeah, I went to the four. You caught my eye here. I, a solid runner for Mike Castleman. I really like the way this horse is finishing two back in the fraternity trial of the Golden State Million. Outfinished Red Hot Cartel and Just Curlin, who I think those horses are really considered closers. Put up 1995 and then came back in the final, went 2003. So that's kind of the, you know, the, the tipping point of whether you're going to qualify, whether you can break the 22nd barrier. That's kind of where a lot of horses have a, a tough time getting in. But hey, if he runs good, I, I like that he's drawn to the outside of Lethal Lil, who I, I think is our, our main rival here besides Unlimited. Mm -hmm. But I agree. I, I thought should have won against uh, that field a little bit better, yep. considering had just gone up against Flying Cowboy and MM4 in the morning horses. Uh, that had just won fraternities, but you know draws along the inside, and I think that'll be to her disadvantage. So we'll have to find out. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this race. I think Unlimited could be a, a very, very good standout. We get a, a generous three to one. You think we'll get three to one at post time? I don't think so. No, I, right? I, I think they'll, that Unlimited and Lethal Lil will probably uh, flip flop. Probably. Uh, you think that? The, do you think the five, the six is going to go off favorite? I think the six will go off favorite wow. over the one. Wow, interesting. Unfortunately, well, I told you once you get to talking, the six is definitely gonna get. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to keep it quiet. I'll try to keep quiet as much as I can for unlimited. A full brother to Zach. All right, to recap, race seven, I'll go six one seven. Six four one. All right, race number eight, like we mentioned, all trials, four hundred yards, field of nine set to post. I can't believe you went against Corona Square. Yeah, I, this was another tough one. This kind of reminds me of the uh, Miyamore Secreto yeah, and, and uh, Corona Ranger on the outside. So, so I'm hopefully I can get this one going here. I like Corona Squared uh, early on in the year. It's kind of my long shot there in the Rio Dosa Fraternity. But yes. I went to the 7SC Moneymaker uh, here on top. I think this horse is going to love the 400-yard distance. You know, Every time looks to be yeah, finishing in all the races. Almost won the Oklahoma Fraternity after a slow start. You know, Got bumped away. It kind of runs in and out. You see a first, third, first, fifth, first, eighth. So I think we're due for a win here. Cody Jensen takes them out for the first time. Did I see Moneymaker post the fastest qualifying time to the Ed Burke? Yes. He did, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So he posted both fastest qualifying times, both to the Kindergarten and the Ed Burke. And then finished a troubled fifth and a troubled eighth. So he's looking for redemption here off of, after a bit of a layoff. I'm, pick, I'm picking him for second. I'm the only one in the consensus that's picking against Jesse Moneymaker. Everybody picked SC Moneymaker on top except me. I'm picking Corona Square there on top. Uh, you know, I just like this horse before the, that debut at uh, Remington Park. Uh, it was obviously the word was out that this horse was live. Went off as favorite, finished dirt by head, then really stamped himself as a horse to watch with that big win for the trials to the Riddles of Futurity. Uh, I like the outside draw. Cici de Alba has got to be happy with picking up this mount. This is a very, very live mount. Mm -hmm. So I'll go 9-7. And then I'll go to the one. He's just a secret for third. 10 to 1 for Roman Figueroa. Vinny Bernard taking over the mound here. A horse that showed promise on debut. Finished fourth by a neck at 30 to 1. And then put it all together to break the main, break the main and second time out. The time wasn't all that. But like you've seen, it doesn't take a big improvement to really make a difference going for any arts. Yeah. It's all about that steady, steady improvement. And I like the pattern on the one. So 9, 7, one for me in race number eight. Yeah, I'm going to go with the horse that Ramon hops off of the one. Yes, he goes uh -huh. to the six, hot blazing chick here. Uh, Well-bred runner for Jose Flores, Balgo Racing. Uh, Ramon opts for this one over the one, like we said, just in the debut. Off slow, 
But then in that next start, really came running on at the end. The field wasn't that great, but I just liked that the way this filly was striding out. And I saw the same thing in the work. So I'm hoping the little extra added distance here can help show those horses light kick. You get 15 to 1, I think that's a pretty good price on her. Yeah, so all right, I'll go 971. 796. All right, race number 9, field of 9. This was going to be, there was only one horse, only one horse that swept the contenders as far as top pick. And it is right here. It is a three to five more than my favorite. Just Macho Corona drawing the outside. Yeah, I think uh, this is turning out to be the most solid two-year-old uh, out of you know Wicked Affair, um, Waver Down. Correct. You know some of the other just ones. Just consistent. Yeah, uh, uh, third by a half there in the Ed Burke, mm -hmm. and then came back and was second by a half in the Golden State. And you know you're running just behind Waver Down and Flash and Roll. Draws the outside post here. Uh, Dexter's a pretty good horse. Uh, I don't think is on the level of Just Macho Corona and, and some of the other ones in here. Uh, I think this is you know Just Macho Corona's race to lose. I see why mm -hmm. everybody has picked this one on top. Yeah, it just, it's hard to go against Just Macho Corona. Just the credentials are there. Finished second in the Golden State Million Futurity behind Flash and Roll. Still was about half a length in front of A Political Pence. Is A Political Pence running in the first race of the night? Uh, yes. Yeah, I believe so. so against, we'll, uh, we'll get, that's that one's against Waver Down. Yeah, so we'll get a good indication. Talk about a great trial to begin the night, right? Exactly. Ooh. You got two heavy hitters Man. out there. All right, so Dexter is going to be my second choice, like you talked about. Uh, it's a horse that has shown ability before. Jaime Gomez is always scary on trials night. You mm -hmm. can't stay away from Jaime Gomez on trials night. For third, I'll go to the fourth symbol of faith for Juan Alamant. It's been a quiet year for Juan. Yeah, but he's had his. He's got some horses that had hit the board, have qualified to a, a few big futurities, just like Simola Fate. Uh, this one got into into the Golden State and finished a troubled seventh. So I'll give the four another shot in this spot. So nine, eight, and four for me in race number nine. Yeah, I had the same exact to nine, eight, but I went to the inside Radiant Fire here, uh, second time for Chris Odell. Thought uh, you know was finishing well against Razzle Dazzle, who's uh, put up some good times here. Uh, had been running uh, in Rio Doso, ran only a half length behind Blue Crozone, who came back and, and won the Rio Doso fraternity, so I think that was a, a strong race to uh, come off of. Draws the inside, I'm not a, a huge fan of that, with a horse who uh, doesn't get out of the gate all that quickly sometime, but hopefully just can make another step forward, you get 20 to 1. Are you a bit worried that the Chris O'Dell barn has been a little bit of an of a downswing? Of uh, we were talking about that. Uh, things haven't been going all that well. Uh, a lot of his horses, you'll see, they'll act up in the gates on big nights. Yeah, it's, uh, it's they'll been... get fractious. Uh, and then we've always talked about terrific energy yes. horses breaking mm -hmm. slow, uh, which we saw Thermonuclear, who mm. has always had that uh, history of breaking slow, but really coming on at the end. So uh, things don't seem to be going all his way. I'd, I'd be a little worried uh, if, you're, if you're going cr uh, heavy on Chris O'Dell in the trials, but... I mean, a lot of his horses look like runners. Remember early in the year, I think you, it was Charles Knight, and I think you picked five Chris Odell runners on top. Yeah. And I think you got four of them home or something like that. Uh, yeah, luckily he made me look good that <laughs> night. Uh, Caleb was touting me pretty well. Uh, I remember tacking me up. That was the big horse yes. that saved his pick four. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that didn't take, uh, take a whole lot of searching to find tack me up. So uh, I'm not going to take a whole lot of credit. All right, race number eight. We're talking about, we were just talking about this as well. It's good to be Monte Rosa. Monty has a good one in this spot. It's going to be a two-horse seduction there. It's going to be your slight second choice at 3-1. to one. But the morning line is spread out between the 1, 2, and 4. Are you picking any of those three on top? I, I'm going. Yeah, I thought about this race for a long time. 
This what? was I worked worked backwards here. Wait, so you this is a race that really gave you a puzzle. Yes. Okay. This one because I was between the one, two, and four. Okay. You had favorite wise lady who's very talented. Okay. Uh, we've been seeing, but again, Chris O'Dell has been having a hard time lately, and this horse tends to get goofy. Yes. And then Coleman Forty Seven, who you know we said had been coming into his own, but that's yeah. another trouble prone runner. Yes. And then you have Seduction, who I thought I could get a little bit more of a price yeah. on. I was hoping the one and the four would take more, but uh, is a really solid runner, and that's why I went with them. Uh, this horse just seems to be getting better with each start. The times are right around there, like we said, in the 22nd range. That's not you know mind-blowing, mm -hmm. but this horse seems to get out of the gate and really get going, and I think it'll be pretty tough if the one and four have trouble. So you're telling me this, this was a very tricky race for you to figure out. <laughs> And in the end, why does Professor G end up with the same top three picks? If you worked so hard, and it was such a puzzle for you to figure out, Professor G ends up with the same top three? I don't think I've ever been mad at opening the consensus and looking, because <laughs> that was the first race I immediately went to. Like I said, I worked backwards. I looked at it like 10 minutes. And I thought, you know what? So, yeah, I'm just going to go right to race one, come okay. back to race ten. Then I looked for another ten minutes, <laughs> and I said, okay, finally this is what I'm setting on. Go to the consensus. All my hard work for nothing. Yeah. Professor has the same trifecta. So that's, that's, it's just a, a, a void race. That's basically much. a cancellation race. Oh, it, that, that one destroyed me. There's 20 minutes of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> By the way, I did a little bit of a head-to-head -head challenge with George Duarte for pizzas as well. Uh, I, you know, you're going to be, you're down 2-0 in the pizza challenge. Yes. You owe two pizzas. Are you going to pay up? Are you going to pay up one on trial night? Next week. <laughs> Next week I'll be paying. So no pizza on trial night. You're trying to fight the mojo? That's like, right. It's a little bit of a... I remember, I think it was a, a couple years ago, I, that was my thing. I wouldn't eat pizza. And finally there was one slice. Left. I was like, oh, just... Just have one slice. I ate it. I think I lost the next three consensus. So, and finally, I just forgot about it. And here, uh, no, no pizza this week. I'm trying to shake the the bad mojo. Trying to get the spirits back in my favor. No pizza till next week. All right. So I'm gonna go against the consensus. A lot of four out of uh, the six handicappers ever have seduction on top. I'm going with the horse that was a little bit funky. But now he seems to be figuring things out, and I'm talking about the four, Coleman 47. Uh, this horse was able, a game winner there in the PCQHRA British Futurity. We talked about, was this, yeah, they, 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 was this a horse they almost thought about skipping and going into the? Yep. It was, right? Yeah, this was, uh, they had won the challenge race. Correct. And so they're thinking uh, whether they should go on Bank of America, uh, Bank of America night and into the challenge race there, or if they should just skip it and come into the Golden State or Correct. the two million trials. Correct. So Coleman forty-seven there. Uh, it's going to be post number four. I, I like the way this horse has kind of matured, developed as uh, the rest of the year has gone on. So I'll pick him on top. The two seduction, very impressive. I was I was kind of uh, doubtful off of that second place finish on debut, then came back and just crushed Chocolatito and waver down. But that was a race where uh, four horses broke through the gate, yeah. uh, right? Chocolatito and, and Waver Down were two of those runners. Um, by the way, is Chocolatito in the trials? I don't think so. Wow. No. That just, that just came to my mind. And, and that's a runner who you would think uh, would also love yeah. the 400-yard distance. So maybe no. there was something that happened coming out of that event uh, in, those, in that yeah, breaking through the gate. I, that could be. Uh, I, I think we're just going to have to see him next year. Wow. So Chocolatito is not... In the trial seduction, there is going to be my second choice, and then I'm I'm a little bit worried about you know the one has been a little, a little bit funky, 
-hmm. and I'm worried about the rail. Yeah. So I'm going to leave around my top three. I'm going towards the eight as my third choice. Ladies of Cartel for Danny Montes and uh, Jorge Carmona uh, by Fireball Cartel out of Significant Lady. Two for two there at Sundowns. Came back and finished a very good fourth in the, tor in the toll tack, missing by a neck. I just think she's going to she's gonna love the 400-yard distance. Uh, draws the outside post. I'm going to give her a very big shot here from post number eight. So four, four two, eight for me in race number 10. Yeah, I went 2-4-1, just like we talked about, uh, Coleman 47 and favorite wise Letty. I think they have the most upside compared to the two. Yes. I think if they finally put it all together, mm -hmm. uh, they can probably run time better than the two, but there's just uh, so many question marks whether the one uh, is going to run a straight race and if the four Coleman 47 is going to you know not have a troubled start and if he takes to the 400 yards because he's a very speedy horse. I wouldn't say we have a... Uh, he has a huge yeah, late kick, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's why I'm going to go two four one. The more I look at it, it is a very tricky race. Yes, because there nobody's a cinch to really get out of the gate good and run straight. Yeah, I I, I don't think Seduction's a world beater. I think he's a solid horse, uh, like we say. And the eight ladies of cartel. This is a, a quarters George angle. That if all the logical horses are down along the inside. One of these horses is going to pop from the outside, and I think you're correct picking the eight. Yeah, so ladies of cartel there, it's going to be my third choice. Race number 11, we've got the, is this a late pick four? No, late pick four beginning race 10. So race 10 is the start of the late pick four. Race 11 here. Oh, yes, 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 What yes. do you got for us? Lock of the night in race 11. It's not the two. You know it's not the two. Okay. It's not the three. Okay. It's not the one, although I picked the one last time out. Seven and one, juicy price. Mm -hmm. It is the eight, Transcend, who was a lock of the night last time out. Finally gets off the rail, gets on the outside. He's got a big, long, rangy stride. 400 yards is no problem for him, but he needs to get out of the gate. I think the outside post, it's now or never for him. If he gets out, I think he's going to be your easy winner here from post number eight. Transcend, my lock of the night. You know, I didn't even use Transcend. What? I, I'm, this is another one. I'm trying to drop a price here. I, I agree Transcend will be tough, but just hasn't been breaking. That's going to be very costly in these trials. Are you going with the Crystal though, Remy? No. What? I'm going with the 7. Firewall. <laughs> Second time starter for Justin Joyner. I think this is what this horse has been pointed to all year long. Only uh, has started one time, and in that start, broke slow. I was bet a little there, you know, 4, uh, four to 1. But I really like the work. Broke okay there on October 20th and was under a hold. Worked on even terms, went 12-20. I think this horse can really finish. You know, it was off slow and finished well behind Corona Crush, Flora's first parry. I think there's a, a whole lot of run left in reserve. Uh, it can be a nice little price here. Uh, just, Cody, please get this horse out of the <laughs> gate. I, I don't think Transcend is going to get out uh, to a, a fast enough start to come over. Mm -hmm. So I think he'll have a, a, a clean trip early on. Commando Dynasty, I could... You know, the, that horse seems to come in, so just give me a clean path, and we'll see what this horse can do. Well, you know what? This is, is going to be a key race in your consensus. This is the race that can make or break the entire pizza night. Yes. There, Professor. Yeah. Nowhere. Nowhere. He, he could zonk <laughs> if, I, if I put this horse up on him on top. So you're going firewall on top. My lock of the night is transcend. For a second, I'm picking the two, Mr. A Political. The gate speed is always, you got to respect it. I mean, there's, there's terrific gate speed. Uh, for this, uh, this two-year-old gilding by a political Jess, a homebred for Legacy Ranch. Uh, so I respect the gate speed of the two. And terrific first down. Second time off the layoff now. Uh, got bumped at the start last time out. Never really showed a little bit of that, of that run 
that we know she had two and three starts back. So I'm going to give it another shot. She's bred to be a very good one there. Exactly. Uh, FDD 9 C are terrific energy. Um, you know, I want to say I was very impressed with those two wins. Uh, I was disappointed with that effort three last time out, but I'm going to give it another shot. Eight, two, and three for me in race 11. Yeah, I'm going seven, two, and three. Miss Ray Political, uh, been solid all year. And then the three, terrific first down, just got knocked in arrival uh, in that fraternity trial. We're really looking forward to that horse going 400 yards. Just draw a line through it. I'm willing to give this filly another chance here. All right, race number 12. There's two races. Let me know what time it is. The Late Daily Double. Yes, it is. Time for the Late Daily Double. And we're going to cap it off with the, with the first leg featuring a lukewarm 5 of 2 morning line choice. It is going to be Cartel Sign of Mine. Are you against, are you with or against Cartel Sign of Mine? Uh, you know, I, I really like this horse, the way he finished there in Rio Dosa going 440 yards, so you know he can get the distance. And that was against... Uh, a fraternity trial winner for yes. ha Jaime Gomez mm -hmm. earlier uh, in the night here, uh, Majestic Mr. Perry, you know, is three of four, looks really sharp, and coming in here, uh, we saw this horse work at night there on November yes, 2nd. That's what, that was, the, that was the key for me, working under, working, not only working 220, work 300 yards exactly. under the lights. Which we don't see a lot of horses no. work 300 from no. the gate, so, uh, but went 1560, and I thought this horse uh, went really easy, uh, comes into the one all born. You know, we've been saying he's uh, been a little cold, but maybe this can jumpstart him here. Look, if this horse was in the morning, I favored this was this was this would have been one of my locks of the night. Okay, but you know me, I, I, you know, when there's a morning I favorite that I like, I can't make that one the lock of the night. But I am gonna pick Cartel Sign of Mine on top. I just think he's he's sharp. I like that workout on the lights. I think Juan Alaman has a good one here, and he's gonna call on his main man, Carlos Huerta for the mount for second i'll pick the one calendar for Valentino zamudio we know this horse can finish but i'm worried about the rail that is the only question mark for the one calendar for me mm -hmm. but i know he can finish and i know he's going to enjoy the extra yards here to 400 yards and then the apj splash of joy jaime gomez ramon sanchez teaming up here for this two-year-old filly uh finished a, a closing third last time out behind sc coronar and dropping fire i think she can make a, a good amount of herself stretching back out to 400 yards. She also she's already a futurity finalist. She qualified to Rudoso Futurity, finishing fourth in that final. So 418 for me in trial number 12. Yeah, I think that just proves uh, how much of an open race this is here. But you know, other than the four, I went uh, to the seven conquering Ooh. Marie here for Mike Robbins. Uh, won three outs back in that futurity trial for the sale futurity. Came back and we got bumped and ran pretty evenly. You know, a sixth place finish behind Coleman 47 and the rest. Then came back in yeah, and just didn't show any late kick against favorite motion and symbol of faith, but just motion or favorite motion put up that nice time in 1970 was the fastest qualifier. But the time for conquering uh, Marie, I think, is right in line uh, with the rest of the field here in 1996. So just gets out of the gate, I think will be, uh, be right there in the end. And then for third, I went to just motions here, uh, Jose Flores. I thought this horse had been finishing well, two outs back to flash and roll, uh, just best of the rest there, couldn't touch flash and roll that night, but came back in the juvenile and really showed a nice late surge there against seduction. So this is another one I think just gets out of the gate, should be in there at the end. It's a tricky, tricky trial here. Race number 12, I'll go 418. 476. All right, race number 13, we have arrived into the final trial of the night. There's going to be a big favorite, Wicked Affair here, but Wicked Affair did not sweep the consensus and that is because the hitman picked pull the trigger. 
I gave it out last time. Yes. I'm coming right back with him. He broke my heart. He was That's right. almost 20 to 1. That's right. I just couldn't get up against Calendar, who uh, mm-hmm. we, we spoke about, uh, a horse who could finish well, but you know was really getting made up a length on that horse. Wicked Affair has been breaking slow lately, so uh, that's uh, some tendencies at the gate that you don't want to have can get in trouble. Uh, one Ruthless Eagle, I think, is a quick breaker, so mm-hmm. if Wicked Affair uh, breaks slow, maybe One Ruthless Eagle can uh, switch over on him. But I need pull the trigger, and Vinny, I, <laughs> if this horse gets out of the gate, I'm going to be screaming tomorrow <laughs> Yes. Night. Now, my question is to you. Do you think they can qualify? It's going to be a big change of time. I think trials start at, what, 5, 5.43. The last trial is scheduled for 10.55. So a five-hour a five five hour change from the first trial to the last trial, do you think that could affect the times? Uh, you know, I've always heard you want to be in the first couple trials yes. or the last two trials. So I, I think this is definitely a field where you have enough good horses to push each other uh-huh. uh, in case they get hooked up. So I can, you know, SC Coronada I think is going to be out there. Yes. So everybody's going to be trying their hardest, regardless that it's two million. I understand it, but they're also going to have to run down Coronada, who I think is going to get out of the gate. I I don't think we've seen pull the triggers full potential. No. So and as I've been told, Doc only puts it, horses into. Uh, trials unless they have a big shot Mm -hmm. so i just want Vinny to get this one out of the gate i think he's got the talent to make the finals and you can tell we were we were so hyped up and pulled the trigger before that debut and he won it with trouble and then we kept waiting when is he going to show up Mm -hmm. when is he going to show up he went to the shelf came back in august a troubled third then a troubled fifth that's when i jumped off last time out i jumped off but in retrospect man that should have been a good trifecta to have right yeah oh i mean now that you look at it in yeah. hindsight, yeah. You know, now that we're looking at it, here, you have Calendar, <laughs> yes. uh, a horse we talked about here, and <laughs> Magna Moonflash. I mean, that's I mean, you look at that, and that's three horses that could definitely finish. It, it, that would have been an easy try to have. What race was Calendar in? All right, race number. All right, it wasn't too far back. So okay, so oh, Calendar. Uh, so the Cal- 12th, yeah. yeah. So Calendar was a favorite that night. Got the job done. So maybe the try didn't pay that big, but still, that should have been a good trifecta to bet. But I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I'm gonna go seven. Eight five seven eight five for me. Ruthless Eagle, of course. There's not much to add. Wicked Affair. If she breaks, she's one of the best horses on the grounds. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Yes. But I think if she makes any mistakes out of the gate, the two, five, and eight are going to be right there to kind of capitalize on the mistakes of the seven. I think the eight with that outside draw could capitalize best because if if the say the seven makes a mistake out of the gate, Rowan Sanchez is not going to give a clean path to Ayala. He's no. going to be looking to drift in, take over that path, yeah. and, and win this race. So I'm picking the eight for second, and then SC Coronada is going to be my third choice. So seven, eight, five for me in the final trial of the night. Yeah, I'm going two, seven, eight, Wicked Affair, three-time qualifier here, you know, second in the Ed Burke, won the kindergarten. If it just, I mean, she broke bad in that race against Just Macho Corona and powerful favorite and still rallied on to qualify for the Golden State Million. So that just tells you the, the determination this horse has and she could really put up some fast times I agree uh, if she breaks it's probably all over but you know pull the trigger could be there in the end maybe run her down and then for third one ruthless eagle you know ran really game to Ali babe Foose, just couldn't go by it. I think that's my knock against this horse you know I really don't think Ali babe Foose has that strong of a, a late kick so to not go by that horse is, is a little bit of, of a deterrent for me but draws the outside here and outside wicked affair I think we'll be out there early. Cool. It's going to be a fun trial night. That wraps up our analysis for the 13 races on the card. And I'm looking over my TV monitor right here. <laughs> Japan Cup. 
Japan Cup grade one, I think $5 million. Went to the one, the favorite. Professor G, what was the name on the one on Japan Cup? Almond Eye. Almond Eye there. Gets the job done as a heavy favorite. Three to five. Takes the grade one Japan Cup over the turf. We do it all here on the Los Oh, Everything. Body. Everything. We recap. Not just New Mexico, no. Louisiana, no. Texas. Japan. We Japan International Cup. right here on the podcast. <laughs> Tell me what other podcasts can do that for you. Curtis, want to talk a little basketball? Go ahead. The Clippers are tied for the best record in the West. You don't think this is a flash in the pan, do you? <laughs> no. I mean, Orlando was telling me last night, uh, CBS columnist was calling them a team of superheroes. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't think they even have any all-stars, no. let alone superheroes no. on their team. I mean, how do you feel about them? Shout em? out to Lou Will. Lou Will. <laughs> Lou Will has been clutched there in the stretch. And there was there was one game where they were up. I want to say maybe twenty points on the on the Washington on Washington. I want to say in the third quarter, and they lost that game in the final minutes. If not, they would be the clear cut first place team right now in the West. Yes, I, I uh, have to give it to them. I sat down and I watched their game uh, against the Grizzlies. They're fun to watch. I thought the Grizzlies had them beat with like eight minutes left, and they came back and they broke the law in, they fr- broke in the front law. of Ralph Lawler. Uh, but they, they've been pretty game. I just don't know how long it can last with, with the type of talent they have, but apparently they have such a deep bench that, uh, that they can carry it all the way through the season. But the Lakers, seven of their last eight, LeBron has them rolling. And there's a pizza bet on the line now. Wait, what? Another pizza Wait, bet. Wait, who? This time with George and Orlando. Oh. The next time the Lakers play the Clippers, there will be pizza on the line. Oh, I like that bet. <laughs> Woohoo! Man, we 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 might not eat. We might not go a week without eating pizza now. No, that's. Uh, I need to buy more of those coupons <laughs> to pop up pilos. But that'll that'll be Mari's uh, if uh, George has to pay that night. So nice. you'll, you'll get to have it again. Ooh. Just make sure you handle tomorrow night so <laughs> hey, we get Mari's. Hey, let, let me go. Let me go back and take a quick look. All right, quick rundown. Let's see how many you and Professor G agree on top. All right. Kay. Race number one, don't agree. You got waiver down. He's got a political fence. Race two, you both have dropping fire. Race three, you both have flash and roll. Race four, you both have powerful favorite. Race five, you both have Ali Bay Foos. God. Race six, the runaway favorite versus Magnum Move Flash. That right? could be huge. Unlimited versus Lethal Lil. Okay. SE Moneymaker in agreement. Chess Master Corona in agreement. C Duction in agreement. Firewall versus Miss Ray Political. That's the key race for me. That's a huge one. That's I think that's a huge between both of you guys. And then Cartel Sign of Mine be, be, uh, versus PJ Splash of Joy. And then Pull the Trigger versus Wicked Affair. Basically, the final pick three is key for you. Yes. That, yeah, the I, final I, pick if three. If I can get Firewall and Pull the Trigger, I, I win. It's over. Those are the only two I think I'll need if I can get those ones. Going against Mr. A, Political. So I need to beat Terry Knight tomorrow <laughs> night, pretty much. That's what I'm counting on. Ooh. All right, me and George Duarte, all right, we agree waiver down. Uh, Kid comeback versus especially Tress. All right, there, there's going to be a little bit of fireworks in race number two. We both agree favor motion. Powerful favor versus El Salcito. I like that matchup. I'll take El Salcito. We both agree Ali Bay Foos. The runaway favorite versus my favorite legacy. I like that matchup. Unlimited is a wash. SE Moneymaker versus Corona Squared. Ooh, I like that. I like That's that matchup. That's a big one because he has Corona Squared third. Yes. Uh-huh. That's a big one. Just Macho Corona, we both agree. Patty Riley versus Coleman 47. That's a tricky race for me. Um, I didn't love Coleman 47, but in the end, I, I just wanted 
to, to pick that horse on top. Uh, Transcend lock of the night. I got to win that for sure. Cartel sign of mine, we both agree. And then pull the trigger versus the Wicked Affair. All right. There's there's good enough mix there to, to have some pizzas on the line. You know, for a guy that tries to find a lot of value, this is one of the, the chalkier consensuses, I would say, uh, that George has picked. Yeah. I think the only real price he has is Patty Riley on top. That's shocking to me. Usually uh, yeah. he, he tries to go big. And, I, you know, usually I have a 5-1, to one, an 8-1, to one, somewhere in the mix on top. It just wasn't those trial nights where I could really feel confident. Yeah. I mean, I had a great night on, was it PC Creature 8 trials night, I want to say? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have found a few 10-to-1 shots and a 5-to-1 shot in there. Just tonight, it didn't just, a lot of the stars are spread out. Yeah. So it's it's kind of those kind of trials where. Uh, yeah, I think know, the biggest duel we have is waiver down versus safe political fence, yes, and that's right, right off the bat. Right off the bat. All right. So my question to you: Is the time from trial number one going to hold up as the fastest qualifying time through the middle card of the card, middle part of the card? Uh, let's see. Uh, flash and roll. Uh, to the runaway, I think so. Right? I think uh, I think they'll be Cause, safe in there. Because in the seventh, we got unlimited, who we think can run a huge. Exactly. Uh, I think. Let's see. Flash and roll. Besides the first leg, I, I think is the only one that could really put up a time that can't be beat. Flash and roll and favorite motion in, yeah. in that one. Sorry, that one's a, a pretty <laughs> yeah. a pretty big trial. As That's well. a rematch of the finals. Yeah. Yeah. But right. uh, other than that, uh, I think I think it should be able to hold up till the seventh. All right. So. Good looking forward to the trials night. I can't remember the the last time we had twelve or thirteen trials. Got to be three years ago. Four it's years been ago. a while. I think that's just what we've been talking about all yeah. all year long. People are willing to come out again. We got the, the the clean racing and uh, uh, Bobby Simmons uh, is one that has sent a lot of uh, horses to Paul Jones, and and he's got a lot of new runners that have been coming here. We haven't seen too many in the past from him yeah. and uh, all the other names we have mentioned throughout the podcast. But uh, yeah. Definitely I, a lot of new runners. I here. read an article on uh, Track Magazine, the latest episode, uh, the latest uh, issue. Uh, I was reading a, a story about the, what was it, two million? How much? How did? It, how much did it go for? The sound? Was it two two point one? Oh million? yeah, two point one million. All right. So I, I was. We were talking. We're like, we wonder who were the underbidders. Mm-hmm. And I think Simmons was listed as one of the underbidders. So yeah, he's a he's a big player in the industry. Yeah. I, I think that's cool that they had yeah. a. a Story about who the underbidders are because yeah. usually you have no, no, you have no you idea. Have just the buyer, <laughs> and if it's a, a repurchase, yeah. that's all you're ever going to know. And, and it wasn't like these were the underbidders; they were just suspicion that these names could be the underbidders. Okay, okay. So I think Bobby Simmons was thrown into the ring there as one of the p- potential underbidders. Curtis, what if I told you that at this point in the season in the NBA in the Western Conference, you would have the Rockets, the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, the Jazz, the Spurs out of the Top eight, the the Rockets and the Timberwolves. Uh, I'm very surprised at, you know, the Spurs. They they don't have a, a whole lot of depth on their yeah. team. I don't feel, uh, but the Rockets. I mean, wow. they're they're just not the same. And uh, the Timberwolves. There they they get rid of Jimmy Butler off to the 76ers. Uh, they're in peril there. So uh, I think it's going to be a, really different at the end of the season. I think teams will finally find their stride. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, a weird beginning, especially with the Clippers yeah. up there. Who do you, all right, next next summer, who do you think Kawhi Leonard is going to prefer, the Lakers or the Clippers? Uh, from what I hear and just his personality, I think he'll he'll go to the Clippers. I think we have a better shot at Durant than, yeah. uh, than Kawhi. 
Which is fine with me. I'll take, I'll take Durantula all day. There's trouble in paradise in Golden State. That's what I hear with uh, with uh, Draymond, Draymond and, and Kevin Durant. But I've seen them have a lot of fights know, before on the court. I, but I think that's good, personally, yep. uh, to just get it all out there. And that means that they're competitive and want to win games, which is pretty hard when you have won championships before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, li- I like when players play with emotion. Exactly. Right? That's what you want on your team. Yeah, and... He what he tell him? He said uh, we won before you got here. Yeah, I go mean, away that, or something that's like that. That's throwing down the gauntlet <laughs> to Kevin Durant. So uh, I think uh, Draymond doesn't care if Durant stays or goes. You so. think Durant was tweeting from his fake uh, Twitter accounts after that? His, his burner yeah, account. His burner you think account? he's got a couple more going? <laughs> hey, if he had him, I'm not going to speculate <laughs> on that. <laughs> Do you think Professor G has a burner account? You know, I, I think there's some questionable accounts on, <laughs> on, on uh, Los Al Twitter. I'm not going to name any, but uh, maybe that's where he's voicing his, his real opinions. But uh, he's probably he's probably glaring at us right now for even, even coming up with yeah. I, I, I can feel the fire coming from his eyes. That is a conspiracy theory for another whole show. We could do a whole other show on that. All right, guys, that's the show. Looking forward to a big trials night, and I'm looking forward to eating some Mari's pizza. George, you're coming down. Hopefully you can finally get it. Hopefully uh, you win and I get the belt back. And we're, we're rolling into all the way to next year holding the belt. <laughs> all right, guys. That's the show. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.